0: 2 Kings 2, starting in verse 1, it says, When the Lord was about to take Elijah up to heaven in a whirlwind, Elijah and Elisha were on their way from Gilgal. Elijah said to Elisha, Stay here. The Lord has sent me to Bethel. But Elisha said, As surely as the Lord lives and as you live, I will not leave you. So they went down to Bethel. The company of the prophets at Bethel came out to Elisha and asked, Do you know that the Lord is going to take your master from you today? Yes, I know, Elisha replied, but do not speak of it. Then Elijah said to him, Stay here. Elisha, the Lord has sent me to Jericho. And he replied, As surely as the Lord lives and as you live, I will not leave you. So they went to Jericho. The company of the prophets at Jericho went up to Elisha and asked him, Do you know that the Lord is going to take your master from you today? Yes, I know, he replied, but do not speak of it. Then Elijah said to him, Stay here, for the Lord has sent me to Jordan. And he replied, As surely as the Lord lives and as you live, I will not leave you. So the two of them walked on. Amen. So the two of them walked on. Father, we thank you for your presence, and we thank you for your power and your anointing that is in this place. And, Father, we pray that you would continue to birth within our spirit, God, what it is to be under the anointing of God and to be able to change neighborhoods and. Change cities for your honor and glory. We ask you tonight to change us, to spark a fire inside of us so that we could continue the work and continue doing what you called Pastor Sonny to do and what you've also called us to do. We thank you for this privilege, and we give you the glory in Jesus' name. Everyone together says amen and amen. We see that Elijah is continually kind of trying to distract Elisha from staying with him and this whole process I believe is just Elijah testing Elisha trying to see if Elisha really wants the anointing and the power of God that rests upon Elijah's life we see that the time is short here and so he's testing him trying to maybe cause a distraction See, distraction will cause you to miss out on your destiny. Somebody say amen. And as we serve the Lord, it is very important that we keep our eyes on the movement, that we keep our eyes on what God is doing in Victory Outreach International, because somebody say amen, that we not get distracted, that we not think about any other movement or any other church because there's a special anointing and there's a special power that rests upon the ministry of Victory Outreach because somebody say amen. Verse number 9 says, When they crossed, Elijah said to Elisha, Tell me, what can I do for you before I'm taken from you? And he says, Let me inherit a double portion of your spirit. Elisha replied, you have asked a difficult thing, Elijah said, yet if you see me when I am taken from you, it will be yours, otherwise not. See, you have to keep your eyes on somebody in order to understand what is important to them. See, Elisha, Elijah, when he asked this request, it was a spiritual request. He asked that he could have a double portion of Elijah's spirit. because somebody say amen? See, Elijah is asking for something prophetically that God had spoken to Elijah about before. In 1 Kings 19.16, the Bible says, Also anoint Jehu, son of Nishi, king of Israel, and anoint Elisha, the son of Shaphet." From Abel Meholah to succeed you as prophet. See, this was already prophesied that the anointing that was on Elijah was going to be transferred into the life of Elisha. It was all going according to Scripture. Could somebody say amen? Isaiah 54, 2 and 3 says, Enlarge the place of your tent. Stretch your tent curtains Why do not hold back, lengthen your cords, strengthen your stakes for you will spread out to the right and to the left. Your descendants will dispossess nations and settle in their desolate cities. See, when you ask for a double portion, know what you have asked for. Elisha noticed some things about Elijah's life. And you and I probably in these years have noticed some things about Pastor Sonny's life. See, we need the same anointing that's on Pastor Sonny's life to be on our lives. This generation now, it's a more difficult generation. And in that statement, when you're asking for a double portion, it's because you know what? When you think about Pastor Sonny and you think about Victory Outreach, they are one in the same. Pastor Sonny is Victory Outreach. Somebody say amen. For 51 years, he's been building this movement across the globe. The Spirit of God to build Victory Outreach Ministries is in Pastor Sonny. Someone say amen. And so, but in order to do what Pastor Sonny does, because we're not him, I don't even know if he sleeps. Say amen. I've dropped him off at a hotel just to say, come back and get me in an hour and deal with leadership training. Go see the city. Go spy out the land. It seems like he never stopped. Somebody say amen. So if we're going to do that work, if we're going to continue the legacy, then we really do need a double portion of the spirit that rests upon Pastor Sonny. Because, see, it is him, and it is not us. And really what Elisha was saying is that, you know what? I'm only half the man that you are. And in order for me to take the mantle, in order for me to continue the ministry, I'm asking you to give me a double portion of your spirit. See, that's why I didn't leave. That's why I didn't get distracted. That's why my eyes were watching your every move because the scripture says that the eyes are the lamp to the soul. See, in order to catch the vision of this ministry, we have to watch what God is doing through our leaders. Somebody say amen. We have to watch them carefully and see how they function and see how they use the power of God and see how they use their influence to impact people's lives. Because of one man and his wife's obedience, lives have been being changed across the globe. And we get the privilege to continue doing this. We get the privilege through a double anointing, through a double portion, to continue to evangelize the world. I saw today he was on Skype with Hawaii. He just did some leadership training. He was just working in the mother church. He was just, now he's on Skype with Hawaii. He's intentionally reaching out to people through the spirit of God because he has a passion to see this world won for Christ. Somebody say amen. See, the first thing we see is that there's a spirit of faith. When Elisha looked at Elijah, he recognized that Elijah had a spirit of faith. And it takes faith to take cities. It takes faith to be a witness for God. It takes faith to lay down your life and believe what God says in his word and that it's going to come to pass. Somebody say amen. They just said we're going to pack out this building. That's by faith. How many believe that we could pack out this building for the glory and the honor of God? But it's going to take faith. We need to be people walking in faith rather than fear. You can't walk around doubting God's word. If we're going to be like Pastor Sonny, then we got to believe what God's word says. He told Pastor Sonny that he was going to reach the treasures out of darkness. He told Pastor Sonny that we were going to inherit the desolate cities of the world. Somebody say amen. And by faith, Pastor Sonny believed it. And by faith, Pastor Sonny responded in action. And by faith, that is why each and every one of us are here because he activated his faith and he believed what God said in his word. Somebody say amen. How many love the word of God? See, I believe God wants to birth things inside of us. See, you you got to have faith in order to keep pressing through. There's some of you here tonight that you need to activate your faith and you need to keep pressing through. You need to not step back. You need to not slow down. You need to not give the devil the satisfaction of being able to speak in your life and tell you that you can't make it. You need to let the devil know that, you know what, you need to get out of my mind and you need to get under my feet. Because by faith, I'm a soldier in the army of the Lord at the heart of the bay. Somebody say amen. It's by faith. It's by faith that we keep pressing on. It's by faith that we keep fighting the battles we fight. It's by faith that we're launching out to take the city for the glory of God. By faith. Not only... Do we see a spirit of faith in Elijah and, and also referencing to Pastor Sonny? So, as I got these points, I kind of looked at Elijah's life, but I, to me, it, it reminded me of Pastor Sonny. Somebody say, Amen. Because I never really had no heroes. So, when I came into the outreach, Pastor Sonny became one of my heroes. Somebody say, Amen. The elders of the ministry, they became my heroes because they were men that defied the odds. They were men that weren't supposed to make it. In the beginning, there was probably 95% of the eldership and our founders, they were all ex-drug addicts. All of them, ex-drug addicts. I watched and I said, wow, God used ex-drug addicts To build a worldwide ministry across the globe. Glory to God. We're reaching the world through men that were once into substance abuse. The second thing we see is there is a spirit of obedience. How many are obedient? Well, where's my keyboard at? Well. I said, how many are obedient? to the task, to the call of God on our lives. See, obey God even when the command doesn't make sense. You can't expect God to bless you if you're going to do your own thing. We can't get a double portion of the anointing to do our own thing. See, the Spirit of God fell on us, and we got set free. How many are witness? We got set free. But the double portion is so that we could do God's will. The double portion is so that we could take the world for Jesus. The double portion is so that we could be in our church, working, being committed, and sold out to God in a spirit of obedience, recognizing that as we obey God and obey our leaders, that we are doing God's will. Oh, you messing with me now. That don't make sense. You mean to tell me I got to obey my leaders? If it lines up with God's word, yes sir. You got to have somebody that you're accountable to. That's keeping you on the cutting edge. That's keeping you growing. You and I got to let God speak to us so that we could be men and women that are obedient to this cause. Say amen. We got to be obedient. Because that's the continuance. That's the transition, that's successors rising up and doing the same thing that they saw taking place. How many have been watching your leaders? How many have been watching Pastor Sonny? Listen to him on the videos. Listen to him on the internet. He's being intentional. Somebody say amen. He's wanting people to catch it. He's wanting people to keep us on track, to move in sync to one beat drum. Somebody say amen. One rhythm taking the world. Each church taking the world. Each church a vision outside of their four walls. Each church being obedient to the call of God that is upon our ministry. A double portion is needed. Because I ain't Pastor Sonny. So I need a double portion. I'm not Pastor Stevan. I need a double portion. Somebody say amen. Sometimes I know I look like I'm 19, but you know. Sometimes I get tired. Someone say amen. I'm going to get tired sometimes. Get tired sometimes. He's saying, Lord, I, I actually have said, Lord, I need the same anointings on Pastor Sonny. I was feeling sick, and I said, Lord, Pastor Sonny's always moving. I need to. I stopped asking for healing. Somebody say amen. I said, I just need that anointing. I need a double portion. Guess what? It worked. I got younger. Bought some hair dye. Come on, somebody. God anointed it, and it started working. Someone say amen. Now I'm picking up my cross. Say amen. You'll see it on your shelf soon. It's going to be called Para Mi Amigo. And that's I'm coming out with my own hair dye. Say amen. So if you see Para Mi Amigo, buy some so Pastor Tony can be involved in the ministry. Say amen. How many want to be obedient? That's what built this thing. That's how we begin to take our cities through being obedient. You know how else to? Gang members. How many ex-gang members here? N- and no, no, no hands. No, no, all you girls, put your hands. Down. I don't want the guy. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Gang members built this ministry. In the beginning, that's what caused everybody to be so territorial. That man, they said their city was their city, and they meant it. Say amen. Don't go coming in here. you from another church trying to pass out a flyer. This is our city. Somebody say amen. And you got our own church people kicking out our own church people because this ain't their side of town. Somebody say amen. It built us. The heart of gang members built us, and now we're not reaching gang members the way They're not in the forest stream. We got a now generation that didn't get into gang activity. So we used to work with the heart. We used to work with the courage. But the the now generation, they're working with the smarts. But we can't lose the passion. We got to stay passionate about what God has called us to do. Whether you come from a gang member background or you come from this generation and you went to school, we still got to have heart and be obedient to God and keep building this ministry. Amen. The third thing that I see in Elijah and our founder is the spirit of power or the spirit of courage. Somebody say amen. Power to accept the challenge to the call of God on our lives. We need power to do what God has called us to do. We need power. We need a double portion. We need to move through the anointing of God and do what it is that God has called us to do. You can't let the the enemy come and put that little sleeping dust on you and slow you down. What was her name? Twinkle Bell, whatever her name was. Twinkle Star. What was her name? I didn't watch it. I was a gang member. Say amen. But she would throw that sleeping dust on people. Someone say amen. And now, right now, some of us got to wake up We got to wake up at the heart of the bay right now. Right now, spiritually, we got to wake up so we could stay in step with God. How many want to be in step with God? How many want to move in power? How many want to accept the challenge that God has put on your life that you can make a difference everywhere you go for the glory of God? These young girls were up here with their accents. Come on, somebody. They was tearing up. They was on fire. I said, man, we should let them speak. They're on fire right now. Somebody say amen. That power, that double anointing, a whole nother culture being reached through the power of God through our vision in this ministry. Somebody say amen. Fourth thing we see is Pastor Sonny has the spirit of evangelism. And that's what this series is about. It's about you and I reaching out Through the spirit of evangelism about you and I looking at souls and no matter how good they look, no matter how much money they're making, that we find a way through the power of God to get anointed and speak this gospel into their lives. That's the only way we're going to reach the world. That's the only way you and I are going to grow in the call of God is that we walk in that power and we have that courage to be able to evangelize wherever God sends us. Somebody say amen. Some of your job places, that's your place to evangelize. That's your place to have Heart of the Bay flyers. That's your place to be able to tell them where you're going on Thursday, where you're going on Sunday, where you're going to go have a, 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 a church on the beach. Somebody say amen. You look tired, man. You should come to our church. We're about to go on the beach. We're about to bless God on the beach. You'll have a good old time. We're going to have all you can eat food. Somebody say amen. That's the social gospel gospel. you win a lot of people through the social gospel I want people go and play handball with them. come on somebody yeah y'all don't want none of this uh, I want people I didn't tell them about Jesus I said let's go play handball and he's in church now it's been years he's about to get married this year somebody say amen. amen and then when he was in the hospital in the coma he woke up and there I was my wife prayed that he'd have a bad experience with drugs he sure did he went in the coma somebody say amen There's power in prayer. Say amen. God will work. God will move. You're praying for your kids. Let my kids be miserable. Let them be empty without you. Then all of a sudden you're crying. Oh, my son, he's miserable. Yeah. He's empty. Yeah. He's hurting. Yeah. Well, God answered your prayer. Now you just got to tell him to come to the foot of the cross so God could get a hold of him and change his life and let him know, mijo, there's nothing else out there for you. Somebody say amen. Mama been praying for you. Mama wear combat boots, son. I pray over your shoes. I pray over your clothes. I pray over everything that you've got. I pray over your wallet. I pray that wherever you go, the Spirit of God will go after you and speak to you. Say amen. That's what God does. Goes after our kids. They'll do everything they can to prove that they don't need God. But when they by themselves, I learned how to pray when I was by myself. I learned how to pray in jail. Don't look at me like that. Say amen. You get me out of here, I'll never do it again. Say amen. Maybe you didn't pray that prayer, but I didn't want to stay there. Huh? I wanted to get out, and I did a number of times. But God was dealing with me. And God was speaking to me, and God was showing me, look at your life, it's, it's messed up. Is this the way you want to stay? Then I met Pastor Steve on East 14th and 35th. I'm, work, I'm rocking down the street with the red liners, the baggy ones, not the ones, the red lines you get because your pants are too tight. Because that's the new red liners. I had the baggy red liners, Greg knows, amen. I'm walking down the street, strolling. And he comes up to me, tells me. He goes, hey, man, Jesus loves you. I go, I know. He goes, man, you know, he got a plan for your life. Look, I used to be a drug addict, man. I used to shoot up. A lot of years, a lot of years. Huh? And he shows me his testimony. He gives me his flyer, a homeboy with a ball and chain on his foot. It said sin, and the chain was broken by Jesus. I put the card in my wallet. I kept it. He had the right bait. Come on, somebody. I brushed him off, told him I'm already going to church. I lied. Come on, somebody. I was a sinner, though. I was a sinner, so I could lie, right? You could lie when you're sinners, just when you become a Christian, you got to cut that stuff out. That's why your wife be mad at you, because you be lying sometimes. Amen. That's why your husband be mad at you, be lying. You can't be lying in Christ. You got to tell the truth and shame the devil. That way you could build some trust, and you could build a great family. Forgive each other in the Lord, and let God raise you up for His honor and glory. Say, man, we gotta walk in power. We gotta walk in courage. We gotta call on our lives. Somebody say, hey, man, we gotta do God's will. I kept that car. I stole a car a couple weeks later. I wrecked into about four cars, five cars. I stole a taxi. Come on, somebody, huh? Stole that taxi, wrecked in all kind of cars. Woke up in the morning pretending like I didn't know what happened. Come on, somebody. I was sitting on the curb when the police came. They go, who was driving? They go, he was. They go, what? I was toe up. Somebody said amen. And I woke up in jail after stealing a taxi and hitting four or five other cars. And they told me. I go, what am I here for? I knew why I was there. Come on now. And and I put the poker face on them. I played innocent. Say amen. And I told them why I'm here. I don't know what happened. They said you stole a car. I go, what's my charge? They said auto theft, misdemeanor. How you get auto theft, misdemeanor after wrecking and endangering all kind of people? Because God had a plan. God had a plan. I had a car. Say amen. Somebody evangelize me. Somebody took time out of their schedule to walk down East 14 and see if there was any people in need of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And there was a young man by the name of Tony Balanceweather that was bound by PCP and drug addiction that was starting to hear voices and losing his mind and going crazy. The devil would take me from one city to the other. He was trying to drive me nuts because I was hearing voices. And the voices would talk to me and I would talk to them. Come on, somebody. And I would, I would go on and have conversations that would take me from one city to the next. I was losing my mind from shooting cocaine and smoking PCP. I was beside myself. The devil was trying to drive me. I would literally feel the devil chasing me. I'd feel him chasing me. I'd go somewhere. He'd be right there. I'd get scared and I'd run out. He even got me to go up on the roof and I was ready to jump. He said, jump. I go, I don't want to go to hell. He said, you're already in hell. Just jump. I was up there. What did I think about on that roof? I thought about Jesus. I thought about God having a plan for my life. I thought about my card. Come on, somebody. When I got later on, got arrested, got out of jail from that other episode, I called up Pastor Steve. I said, you know what? uh, They let me go, and they said they want me to bring back more information on the program. I go, they told me I should go in the home now, but I go, I got some stuff I got (laughs) to do. He said, I go, what do you think I should do? He said, going home, going home now. You gotta go home now. I'll get you right. Uh, and I listened to him. I became obedient in my darkness. And God turned my life around. I went in the rehab. Come on, somebody. Went in rehab. Passed to the church in Richmond at 25 years old. Come on, somebody. Went to New York for 18 years. All because someone took time to pass me. Flyer. we was only there like three minutes come on somebody he looked like he was hustling too so i didn't give him that much time say amen said <laughs> so he was hustling souls i was doing something else but he you could tell he was on an agenda and i saw people he, like all his little crew yet like they're all on the streets they all looked happy i saw a guy and a girl they were walking with a rose i felt like i was in a cartoon land somebody say amen <laughs> I go, man, all these people are invading us. They're all happy. I'm all jacked up. Someone say amen. But I saw, I saw people walking around in the double portion anointing of God, and I felt power. I felt like something they had. I needed it, and I responded in my own way. God was setting me up. God was putting me on the path. He was getting me in position so that I could end up in the men's home, and he could teach me how to pray. He could teach me how to get a hold of him. He could teach me how to hear his voice. He could teach me how to press in when I felt like quitting. Somebody say amen. He taught me that, and I learned in the home how to evangelize. The whole time I was in the home, I walked from Daly City all the way to San Francisco starving on a fast. Somebody say amen. I walked by bakeries. I smelled chicken, burritos, man. I smelled all kind of stuff, man. I was like, Jesus loves you, man. God bless you. They said, keep walking. Don't stop. You might get tempted. I go, all right. You know, people, people in the bakery need Jesus too. Come on, somebody. <laughs> but I was learning to tell myself no to my own wants. See, when you're separated unto the Lord, you've got to learn how to tell yourself no. Because your, your self wants stuff. Your self wants to be satisfied. Your self wants to do its own thing. Somebody say amen. That's why we need the double portion so we could do God's will. So we could say no to ourself and focus on what our leaders have modeled to us. We've had great models in Victory Outreach. We, we're privileged to have our founder still teaching us. See, where God has appointed you, he has anointed you. We see Pastor Sonny in church planting. We've seen him instrumental with Africa. We're seeing him instrumental. We should pay attention to what they're doing in Panama. Somebody say Amen. They got soldiers spying out the land. They're getting ready to send in troops. They're working through the multi-regions. They're they're getting soldiers that want to go out and do the work of God. Someone say amen. Church planning is being modeled. Team concept is being modeled. The raising of finances for world evangelism, it's being modeled. We pick up finances everywhere we go. We got to get the new generation in shape. Someone say amen. Because they say that the, the, I forgot how it goes, the first generation sacrifices, the the, the second generation, they enjoy the blessing, and the third generation sells it. So we want this third generation to not sell it. We want the third generation to not sell out. We want the third generation to model that they are committed to this cause, that they want to see the world won for Jesus, that they heard God that they know the voice of God and they know the marching orders and they know the mandate that is upon our ministry and they're willing to obey it as well. Somebody say amen. Because we got the the founders. Then we got the Joshua. Now we got the gang. We need some commitment. We need some sold-out young people that want to go all the way for Jesus Christ. Somebody say amen. And everybody's going to try to distract you. And everybody's going to try to get in your way. And everybody's going to try and, and let tell you what they think is best for you. That's why you've got to have a personal relationship with God so you could obey God and not be distracted and keep your eyes on the movement, keep your eyes on your leaders so that you can model the very same commitment and the very same focus that has been being modeled for you for 51 years. United We Can has also been birthed because of evangelism. United we can is important. Say amen. We learn to give extra, a dollar a day for the rest of your life. Somebody say amen. Dollar a day to keep the devil away. Somebody say amen. United we can. We're still working that muscle. We're still getting people on board with that. We fall off, get back on. We fall off, get back on. Some of you might need to get back on because it's the spirit of evangelism. It's the heart of our ministry. Someone say amen when we learn to give finances for the hurting. I was blessed to see that these young girls didn't just come here, but they were supported, that they were sponsored, and they would be able to be here. Now they want to stay here. And I'm saying, man, all my brothers is hooked up already. I can't even get them a wife now. Someone say amen. They need a hookup so we can keep them. Forget the visa, get a hookup. Someone say amen. Yeah, I know, you, you laughing now, someone say amen. But When you see him dancing all around the throne, they're talking about, oh man, I got a double portion. Come on, somebody. I went to Northern California, got a double portion. Oh, John Balaya, well, uh, 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 I could do it now. Someone say amen, it's your anointing. Huh? Uh, when I was down there, I couldn't do it. I was stiff, my arthritis was kicking in. I felt like Fred Sanford, say amen. I said, Elizabeth, this is the big one. I hope Pastor Stavon don't look at me. Say amen. He went like this, and he went like this, and he went like that. I got it now. Say amen. You never know what God's going to do in your life. Listen to me, young people. Listen to me, church. You never know what God's going to do in your life. If you just hold on and believe and hear the voice of God, you'll hear what God just told Daniel. Somebody say amen. Anyway, let's get focused before the devil just messes up everything. Say amen. Some of you say, man, I heard the message, man. God got a hookup for me. Three ways to get hooked up in Victory Outreach. Say amen. <laughs> Some people don't know how to talk to people, though, for real. You got to watch the call. You got to see what that person is about. Because I saw a person one day back in the day. My, my wife is the first person person that ever moved on me. I mean, that I moved on anyway. But there was this other girl, and I kind of like, man, she's bad, man. She's evangelistic. She's on fire. And, and I, I, I had just like a little thought of her, and the Lord removed her. Bam. Huh? Another one. Another girl, I go, man, that girl bad right there. God removed her. That's okay. Ain't that time yet. Somebody say amen. Shoot, if I would have kept looking, I would have emptied the whole church. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't none, ain't none of them yours. Say amen. You don't want to mess with someone that don't belong to do you. You want the one God asks for you. Say amen. You don't want nobody with a little portion. You want a double portion, anointed, obedient man, woman of God that is sold out to the vision and the call of God that's on victory outreach. Say amen. Let me close these last three. The worship team come. I'm going to drink water. I drink like a case. I'm like a water holic today. Are you serious about God? Man, I learned that dance. You see me doing that dance? Shoot, I just need a couple of lessons, man, and then I won't be the one everyone else is looking at no more. Someone say amen. <laughs> Y'all look at someone else. Say amen. Me and Pastor stay on back to back. Man, get tell me in the drop. <laughs> got this. Don't mess with me. I ain't going to get left behind. The fifth thing we see, because we're learning about that double portion, you, you need double. Pastor Sonny, got, he is Victory Outreach, but for us to do this the way he's been doing it, if you care about it that way, we need a double portion, say amen. The spirit of discipleship is upon Pastor Sonny, teaching others how to follow Christ. That's when you disciple. You're teaching them how to follow Christ. As people come into the church, that's the first stage. Is teaching them how to follow Christ, how to pick up their cross, how to be obedient to heaven, how to pray, how to talk to God, how to read their Bible, how to study, how to spiritually grow up in the things of God. That's what you're doing when you're discipling somebody. You're teaching them how to follow christ they need a mentor they need somebody to teach them how god gets a hold of them how to spend time with god on a daily basis so that the presence of god and the word of god could bring transformation into their lives the people that are here before you your leaders we spent time in the presence of god we spent time reading the bible that's why we're here 10 years 15 years. 20 years, 30 years, we're still here. Why? Because we learned how to follow Christ. We learned how to follow our leaders as they were following Christ. The sixth thing that Pastor Sonny is anointed with is leadership. Your attitude determines your altitude. See, if you want to go higher up, see, when, 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 Elijah was taken up to heaven. You know how he went up? In a whirlwind of fire. You know how we need to go up? We need to go up in a whirlwind of fire. We need to stay on fire for God. We need to be passionate about the things of God. Fire takes you up. Huh? Huh? The power of God, the presence of God, the fire of God, that's what raises you up. Being in God's presence, being passionate about a touch from heaven. God, I'm stuck. I I feel like I can't go forward. I feel like I can't move in courage. I feel like I can't move in power. I need the fire to come down upon me and stir me up and get me unstuck so I could go to the next level. Fire. Fire will take you up. Don't let the devil put your fire out. Don't let the devil put your fire out concerning evangelism, concerning soul winning, concerning giving. Get on fire. Get passionate about it. Say amen. Be a leader. Show other people that you're down for what God has for you. That, man, if it had not been for Jesus, where would we be today? Where would we be today if Jesus did not step in? If Jesus did not send someone our way? If Jesus did not have anybody praying for us? Where would we be today if God did not raise up Victory Outreach International? Huh? Where would we be? You know what came to my mind the other day? and I ain't heard this in a while and and, and I'm closing but Victory Outreach people like they would see us in the street they automatically oh you from Victory Outreach oh you from Victory Outreach oh you from Victory Outreach you can see me double portion I ain't heard that no more I ain't heard people saying you from Victory Outreach we radical in the heart and we about to get more radical But we need to get to that place. You you, you want them victory, I'll reach people. When I went to New York, I had to show them people how to witness to people. And Oh, you so bold. You just go to anybody and tell them about God. I said, that's just natural. That's what we do. Say amen. That's what we do. Come out of church, you tell people about God. Go into church, you tell people about God. Go in the store, tell people about God. We take leadership in that area. We're the best at evangelism. Or we need to get back to being known as the best. Because some of you are new. You belong to a ministry that has an awesome name. Across the globe, we love souls. We love to reach out to people. Someone say amen. The last thing in closing is that the spirit of wisdom is upon Pastor Sonny. We have to keep watching him. He is such a strategist. He's so strategic in all that he does. And I said, Lord, I, I, I need to be like that. I mean, it's we're doing the same thing everywhere. Just connecting with people, connecting teams, connecting leaders to the right cities. So I, I need to be like that. I need to see it in somebody before they see it in themselves. And that's what the church, that's what the people that come into the church house. They're looking for someone that sees the call of God in them before they can even see it, before they can visualize it. Man, God I got something for you. I see some of you couples. Man, I said, man, God I got something for you. But we, but we gotta stay away from the comfort zone. We gotta stay away from this, just being our ritual. This, what we do. I was in the restroom. I don't know. We got guys talking to you. We don't take selfies in the bathroom like the girls do, though. We take them in our car and say, hey, amen. We cool like that in the car. Bam. Put that on Facebook. Holler at me. Look what the Lord has done. But well, I was talking to one of the guys. He says, man, I was so excited today. He goes, I had a long day. He goes, I couldn't wait to get to church. I said, that's what I'm talking about. Me too. I felt the same way. I felt that stirring. We have an awesome atmosphere in the heart of the Bay church. We got people that are leading the way when it comes to falling in love with God. But we must continue, if you stand with me, to model, to be a model of people. Listen to me. Do we have a song that's desperate for the presence of God? Desperate for you we, we We gotta stay desperate for that anointing. Desperate for that unction. It's beyond us. We might know it because it's simple, but we need the anointing. We need the double portion. That's what worried me a little bit. Not a lot, but a little bit about the younger generation. You guys smart. You Google everything. Say amen. You find out everything. Say amen. You probably know where I live. I didn't even tell you, man. Don't be following me like that. Huh? They smart. To not put God. In. That's why I'm challenging you. That we all gotta stay desperate for this precious anointing that's on us. And the Lord led me in this mess. I know it's different, evangelism, but it's because it's foundation. It's our roots. It's where we came from. Nikki Cruz taking the world. Pastor Sonny taking the world. David Wilkins taking the world. Our roots are good. You belong to a good I've been giving here my whole life. 30 years ago, I came into this ministry. I've been giving here, giving here, giving here, making friends here. What a beautiful place to be. I have friends that actually like me Say amen. A lot of friends. Worldwide. Worldwide. I got people telling people in New York, Pastor Tony's doing good. I go, how does he know? I didn't even talk to him. Anyway, that's good, though. Need that presence. How many? How many want to thrust our ministry into the future? How many want to be one of the ones that helps us continue to do what we do? It's simple. Just need that presence of the Lord. Father, we thank you for your power in this place. We thank you for